Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And join me for Orlando's Morning News every single weekday morning right there on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 from 5 to 9 a.m. Well, always enjoy catching up with Congresswoman Kat Kamak here on the Inez Says Podcast. Kat represents Florida's third congressional district there in the U.S. House of Representatives, where it has been a very, very hectic week up there in D.C. So lots to talk about with Kat Kamak. Here's that conversation now with the Congresswoman. Congresswoman, a a wacky week up there in D.C., to say the least. First, Hunter Biden flips the finger at you guys there in the House, and then the House votes to authorize the impeachment inquiry into his dad, the president. Let's start with Hunter here, Kat. What did you make of what he pulled the other day outside of Congress? Oh, it's just another stunt in the long line of stunts that we have seen to date and more that we expect to come. I mean, the fact that he wouldn't show up for a deposition to clear his name, in his words, uh, speaks volumes. For him, he wants to play the victim card. He wants to deflect from the, the egregious evidence that has been uncovered thus far. And I think this impeachment inquiry that we officially authorized this week is the logical, common sense next step. Because without that official inquiry, the White House was saying, well, we can't give you this this list of communications. We can't give you these emails. We can't give you this documentation. Now there's no excuse. And if there's nothing to hide, then they should be completely forthcoming. And I think the same of, of Hunter Biden. You know, he wants to have it his way. Uh, I think my colleague Byron Donald said, this isn't Burger King, man. You can't have it your way. <laughs> and it's true. The fact that he stood like a coward on the Senate side of the Capitol steps and and just didn't even have a presser, didn't take a question, just made a statement as though that was going to be enough. It just goes to show that this man is terrified of what we are about to uncover more so than we already have. Yeah, he announced, I'm here, and then he abruptly <laughs> departed Congress there. But there apparently there is a move afoot to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of Congress for what yeah. he did. Some folks are saying, well, it doesn't matter, you know, that the subpoena can only be upheld by the DOJ. And I think we all know who's running the DOJ. So are there going to be any consequences for Hunter Biden here? Well, that there has to be. I mean, regardless whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, I think Americans collectively 
Kelly. We are frustrated with the fact that there is a double set of standards in this country today. Look, for look for example, at Hillary Clinton, 33,000 emails that she said she didn't intend to delete. Well, the next time I'm speeding, you know, and I get pulled over by a police officer, I'm going to say, well, officer, I didn't intend to speed. And suddenly that becomes the justification to absolve yourself from all responsibility. It's ridiculous. It shouldn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. Everyone needs to be held to the same standard that goes for the Biden family. And so Hunter Biden, he has now, you know, he will be found in contempt of court or of Congress. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. Um, We see that he has a long and storied history of breaking the law. You see his taxes that he has not paid, which I find quite hypocritical when the White House is continually saying, well, we need to go after people and everyone needs to pay their fair share unless your name is Hunter Biden. So again, he will be held to account. This is going to be as transparent of investigation as you have ever seen, because I think and my colleagues believe that without that transparency, the American people will not see this case for what it is. And this is just blatant corruption from start to finish. Well, speaking of transparency here, Kat, uh, I know the corporate media, the Democrats keep saying, well, the Republicans are pushing this impeachment inquiry when they don't have any evidence. It would have been really nice for these same people to be as cautious and discerning during the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax impeachment with Donald Trump. But what do you make of the Democrats and, and those in the media saying, well, there's just no evidence there on Joe Biden? Oh, my goodness. Selective outrage. To start, you know, they're they're the first to say that, you know, the two impeachments, which we saw were total sham impeachments, no evidence, no nothing, no due process for President Trump. They rammed that through. Here we are taking this bit by bit, step by step to make sure that every piece of of evidence is unearthed. It is all through the right channels and then presenting that to the American people, to the media, the public and they say, oh, but that doesn't mean anything. We have canceled checks. We have bank statements. We have emails. We have phone records. We have all of these pieces of evidence that they're willing to turn their nose up at when, on the other hand, they want to, again, deflect. And it all comes back to President Trump for them. You say anything about the Bidens and they say, but, but, but Trump. They will refuse to believe that the corruption has taken place. They refuse to believe that the commander in chief is compromised and has sold influence to adversaries abroad. They refuse to acknowledge it because it flies in the face of their political agenda, mm-hmm. pure and simple. Yeah. And they're going to continue to do that, but they do so at their own peril because people are waking up. You got checks, you got the statements, you got the emails, you got the records, <laughs> you got the banker. I mean, you, you, you have just about, I mean, they took millions upon millions of dollars from foreign entities. And typically when you pay for something, you get something. So I guess the question mm-hmm. on you guys there in the House, the Republicans on the House is, what did these foreign entities get for access to the big guy? That's the question right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, and there's a couple of things that we've already uncovered, particularly with Burisma, right? And we know that there was American taxpayer dollars going to fund projects um, in Ukraine, going to support foreign aid in Ukraine that had very little oversight, despite all these massive red flags. 
we know that there is definitely a pay for play, turn your turn the other way, you know, look the other way type of scenario with Ukraine. With China and some of the Chinese companies, we're finding out far more about loans and things that were taking place. And I think the the Robert L. Peters emails that have been obstructed from congressional inquiry, those will unveil very clearly some of the pay to play. We know that Joe Biden was actively involved in Hunter's business. He was showing up at dinners. He was at golfing uh, outings with his son. He was um, in the room for phone calls, as we have all seen from the text messages. All of this will come to light and really paint, I believe, a picture of access into the Biden um, and Obama White House. And this extends not just from his time when he was a private citizen or former vice president, but from when he was actively vice president. We, of course, know that Hunter was on Air Force Two with with Joe. We know that that access was being given to foreign nationals. That is questionable um, activity just on the surface. You start digging deeper, you get the connecting bank statements, and all of a sudden you're thinking, holy smokes, what has happened here and mm-hmm. who has been put at risk. And of course, at the very, very back end of it, the American taxpayers are footing the bill for all of this pay to play. All right. Before I let you go, Kat, I wanted to ask you about the zany wokeness going on pretty much all over the country, but especially with these college presidents in the wake of the testimony from last week when when those UPenn and MIT and Harvard presidents embarrassed themselves testifying on anti-Semitism on their campuses. The UPenn president has lost her gig. Well, at least her her presidential gig. She's still a faculty member there. But MIT, Harvard presidents they're they're still sitting in their ivory towers here how do you explain that i tell you what there there is um no greater bureaucracy than that of higher education um you know i i think that it is absolutely absurd that the easiest question to answer uh when elise stefanik was pressing these university presidents about anti-semitism on campus and was it a violation of their student code and conduct they should have been with without hesitation been able to say yes that calling for genocide and murder is wrong and it violates our code of conduct instead they wanted to legalize and and bloviate this long convoluted answer about context and and so on and so forth it's never acceptable and if i was an alumni which i've talked to several prominent alumni of these these universities since and donors to these universities since, and they're just, they're dumbfounded. And I think people around the country are sitting here dumbfounded. Parents who are looking at sending their kids to colleges are like, what in the heck are, are, are these people doing? And it goes to show how far this wokeness has gone, where it used to be that getting someone's pronouns was political violence. That's what they would say. Oh, you called me the wrong pronoun. I need a safe space. And that other student who did that, that is, that's violence. But calling for actual murder, genocide, holy smokes, that, that is okay in these people's minds. It just goes to show that the progressive liberal agenda, it's, it's just so stupid. It is so ridiculous. Americans and everyday people, they're waking up and they're saying, I don't want any part of this. It, it's just ridiculous. There's no other word for it. And so these university presidents, I know um, President Gay from Harvard, she's now facing charges of plagiarism as people are starting to dig into her past. 
And I think that's really important that people get to the bottom of who these people are, who they and what they're defending. So we have a bit of a road ahead, but I think we'll start with their taxpayer funded grants and all the research money that they receive. If they want taxpayer funded dollars, they have to be accountable to the American people. And that includes Congress. Much appreciation to Congresswoman Kat Kamek for appearing on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up. Join me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBL 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.